You are listening to the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cone Franz. These talks are made possible in part by generous donations from our listeners. To find out how to support and take part in our community, visit zennovascotia.com. We've been talking about guidelines for studying the way, which has all these parts. And we're still stuck in part one, but we're going to finish tonight. Uh, this whole first section is about arousing the thought of enlightenment. And I think the ending is interesting. Just forget yourself for now and practice inwardly. This is one with the thought of enlightenment. Now, th- this, if we stop right there, especially this phrase, practice inwardly. I think it sounds like, you know, we're going to spend some time with ourselves. We're going to, we're going to do some, uh, some therapy. Or we're going to gaze at our navels. We're going to really look at who I am. But this is something I really appreciate. He, he says this, and he knows that you're thinking that. So then he goes on and he says, We see that the 62 views are based on self. So when a notion of self arises, sit quietly and contemplate it. Is there a real basis inside or outside your body now? He's going to give you the answer. Your body with hair and skin is just inherited from your father and mother. From beginning to end, a drop of blood or lymph is empty. None of these are the self. What about mind, thought, awareness, and knowledge? Or the breath going in and out, which ties a lifetime together? What is it, after all? None of these are the self either. How could you be attached to any of them? Deluded people are attached to them. Enlightened people are free of them. So, he's saying, take a look at this, but then he's also saying, in a sense, not for long. You know what you're going to find. He references the 62 views. He says, we see that the 62 views are based on self. And there's always this math. I don't remember the math. But the 62 views, I, what I do have in my notes, is that they, they derive from four basic notions. The first one is that form is big, And I am in it. The second is that I am big and form is me. The third is form is me. And the fourth is form is separate from me. It's all ways of considering who you are. And the the scolding or the what's being pointed to here is that all of these are stories. None of these are useful. There's a lot, a lot doesn't begin to cover it. There's an entire universe of Buddhist philosophy that goes into all the little details about what we are and what we aren't and what we're made of and how we arrive at that and the, the processes by which things change. 
And Dogen is very familiar with these. And he's saying, all of this is beside the point. Don't get stuck. Essentially, and we're saying here that there are 62 views of the self. If you have adopted any one of the 62 views of the self, you're wrong. Because it's a view of the self. Right? Which is to say, it is a limited perspective, first of all, because that's what a view is. Of something that we've already established is not substantial. There are a lot of practices in Buddhism that help us to see the impurity of the body. But that's not the point here either. Zen really starts with the body. The, the story of, uh, of Dogen's own realization, it centers around this phrase, Shinjin Datsuraku. He was, uh, I'm going to get the, the specifics of the story wrong, but he was sitting in his teacher's temple. And uh, the, the monk next to him fell asleep. And his teacher took off his slipper because inside a, the, the hall where people sit, people wear slippers. He took off his sleeper, his slipper, and he, he whacked the, the sleeping student and told him to wake up. And in experiencing that, in being so close to that, and I can relate to this, when, you have, when someone gets hit with a kyosaku and it's next to you, it's at least as jarring as if it's you. It's, in fact, more so because you, it, you're never surprised with it if it's you. But if you're kind of half there, you know, you're kind of, you're sitting, but you're also kind of thinking about something else, and then suddenly this act of violence is happening next to you. It, it, you're so uh, alert in that moment. Something falls away for him, and as soon as the sitting is done, he runs to his, uh, his teacher's room, and, he, and this phrase becomes the phrase through which they kind of parse his understanding. Shinjin Datsuraku. Shin is the body. And, and the next is shin, it's shin shin, but it's pronounced shin jin, is mind. And datsuraku is falling away. This is, this is only significant uh, in, in relation to what, to what we're talking about, in that this phrase shin jin, it's a, it's, a, it's a common collocation and it's written mind-body. But when Dogen writes it, he writes it the other way. He writes body-mind. It starts with the body, and he insists on that. If you want to know who you are, start someplace concrete. What are you doing? In this moment, what are you doing? You're breathing. You're sitting. That's a useful starting point for the conversation of who you are or what you are. 
But if you're sitting here and you're breathing and you're arriving at a conclusion that has nothing to do with what you're doing, then that is a place of caution or a place where we should show caution. In the last little paragraph here, he says, you figure there is self where there is no self. You attach to birth where there is no birth. You do not practice the Buddha way, which should be practiced. You do not cut off the worldly mind, which should be cut off. Avoiding the true teaching and pursuing the groundless teaching, how could you not be mistaken? So he finishes section one of this whole text by saying, I know you're wrong. This is where we begin. We begin from the assumption that you as a human being are getting it wrong. He says, I know my audience. Right. He knows his audience because he knows himself. He knows that you have a story about who you are. It's a, it's a guarantee. His bet is completely, completely safe. And he knows that you are attached to worldly things. Because you're human. He's met you before. Right? There's no mystery for him. Right? And he says, because you're looking at the wrong things, because you're staring at yourself, not your actual self, at your story about who you are, because you're lens is so narrow, unconsciously, you're actually avoiding the truth. Right. Most of the time, we don't think we're doing that. Occasionally, we do. Occasionally, we know. Occasionally, we know that we're diving into something specifically to avoid something else. Occasionally, we know that we're drinking something specifically to not think about something else. Right? But in our everyday lives, we don't think, I'm in a constant state of avoidance. He's saying, think again. Whatever your obsession is, whatever your narrative is that entertains you all the time, that's not just the act of looking at something, it's the act of looking away from something. And so he finishes by saying, given that, how could you possibly be getting this right? I think about this a lot. It feels personal. And I'll stop there. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.